Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Such a great morning today. Such a great uh, day in April. Such a great and beautiful morning here in Hemet, California. Today is uh, the eighth, the eighth of April, and today is a um, I wouldn't say a monumental day for me, but. Today actually um, marks the ninth month that my mom has been gone. And um, last night I was sharing with Torian, wow, it's been, uh, it's going to be nine months. And I was sharing with a friend of mine, wow, it's going to be uh, nine months since my mom physical body has transitioned from the earth. This morning also too, I reflect on all the great things, uh, all the great conversations that my mom had with me, all the, the loving conversations that we've shared, all the jokes we've shared and all the times we had, I reflect on, um, the Christmas before we got a chance to make Christmas dinner in San Diego when we were living there and, um, got a chance to go to SeaWorld and things like that. So I give um, representation to my mom, as I always do. Love my mom dearly. Miss my mom dearly. Um, I've been so busy with taking care of things um, concerning my mom and concerning myself and my family that sometimes I myself think that I don't even have, not that I don't have time to, to mourn and grieve, but I've usually find myself doing that and, and um, going to school and still trying to get a little workout in and also to still enjoy life to the best of my ability. This morning I talked to you and I talked to you about how God opens the windows of heaven and how God opens the windows of heaven that you and I can receive. I looked at the word open The adjective allowing access, passage, view through an empty space, not closed or blocked in. So many of us, we ask God, where is my blessing? God, where, where are you? I've been waiting for you all my life. I'm here to remind you this morning that God has not forgotten about you. I'm here to tell you that God is still working some things out for you. God is still in the blessing business for you and I. So many of us, as I mentioned yesterday when I did the podcast, we've been affected by different things, you know, the global pandemic, things like that. But I know this morning and I know tomorrow morning and the weekend that God is still working some things out for you that you won't even have room to receive it. The windows of heaven will be released at the time that God releases it so you can be blessed. Here's the key point, ladies and gentlemen. It's on God's timing, not you and I. It's on God's timing that everything works out for our good. It's on God's timing that he brings life and he takes life away. It's on God's timing when we're blessed abundantly. There's times that God holds up things because we're not ready to receive it. 
There's times that God will just shower us with his anointing. There are times that God will open up for someone to say, here, Melissa, here's a $500 blessing. Here's a blessing, Melissa. You don't really deserve this job, but I'm going to give you this job. That's how God blesses. As I reflect on my own life this morning, I remember sitting at Brook Army Medical Center in breast imaging. And this is an example of my personal story. And I remember sitting there. I had already applied for a job uh, working as a diagnostic medical sonographer, which is an ultrasound tech. And here comes a supervisor. Hey, Melissa, can I see you for a minute? And I said, sure. I went back and she said, hey, can you come in? Can you arrange to meet with me today at, at one o'clock or two o'clock, whatever time it was? And she granted that position for me and I was able to walk in from a GS5 job to a GS9 job which was about a 20,000 increase there are times in our life that God blesses us with things that we don't even deserve there are times that sometimes we feel like we're on our on our last breath and God gives us another breath and says here you go. There are times if any one of my medical people, we know CPR, that we God gives us two breaths to, hey, God gives us two breaths to restore us again. Many a times God had to give me two breaths to say, Melissa, here's some compressions. Here's some compressions and I'm going to give you two breaths and I'm going to blow my wind into you. There have been so many times that I myself found myself in a low point that I was like, God, where are you? I don't know where you are. Are you still with me? Are you still walking with me? Are you still guiding me into your light? There have been times that I had to get on my knees and say, God, would you fill me up again? Hey, Jesus, would you fill me up again with your Holy Ghost? Will you restore me, God? Would you bring me back? Will you do it one more time for me? Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. God wants to bless you. It doesn't matter what anyone says. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, what society says about you, he still wants to bless you. He still wants to open up the windows of heaven and give you room. Bless you so much that people might say, whoa, they don't deserve that, but I see them being blessed. They don't deserve a good marriage because of whatever Maybe themselves, they're haters. I don't know. They don't deserve that Mercedes Benz, but they're going to buy that because that's what they want. They don't deserve uh, their children to be whatever they're going to be, successful. They don't deserve the nice clothes that they wear. But the Bible says that God will and he shall give you more than you can ever ask or think. The Bible says... Bring all the tides into the storehouse that there may be a that there may be food, excuse me, in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing, that there will not be enough room to receive it. Yesterday, I think yesterday or the day before, there I was straightening up my side and I was saying my God I got a blue purse 
I got a little red purse. I got a little cream purse. And as I was moving them from one dresser to the closet, I was saying, my God, my God, I, I need to give away some stuff. I need to give away some of these shoes. God knows. And that's the truth. I need to give away some of these purses because I may never wear them. But you know what I remember when? I remember when back in the day, back in the day when maybe I only had one purse. I remember when Melissa Phillips at that time only had one fancy pair of shoes. But you know what? I know right now as I stand and I talk to you on April the 8th, 2021, that God, man, he showed up for me. And listen. Let me tell you something. He's going to show up for you. Don't you ever think in your mind that God has forgotten about you. Don't you ever think, despite of the circumstances around you, that God's going to let you go down and, and be so much in turmoil and be so much devastated. No, that doesn't last forever, boo-boo. It's not going to last a long time, sir. It's not going to last forever. I can guarantee you that this morning. But if what you have to do is get yourself and get your mind in a position to receive. There are many times I myself remember being in church and I had both arms stretched and I look up to heaven and I said, God, you know what? It sure will be nice to pay off my credit cards. God, it sure will be nice to one day be able to buy a car, cash money. God, it sure will be nice that if you ever bless me with a husband, I'll be able to still be a good wife. God, it sure will be nice that my daughter will be healthy. It sure will be nice. This morning, I tell you that God has not forgotten you. He hasn't forgotten you. He's still working and, and putting those puzzles together. That one day, real soon, that you won't even have room to receive it. One day, you won't even have room to receive it. Sometimes you got to go back to those old days and sow a seed in someone's life. Sow a seed. My mom was a big tide payer. My God. I don't, I don't know if there's anyone else that, that was doing what she was doing. I truly believe that she used to pay 20%. I, I mean, I don't know for facts, but if I were to speculate, that's what she did. And I don't know what her budget was like because I just didn't know her financial business like that. But I know she was a giver. And she believed in paying tithes. Many of y'all hear me say that I wasn't always a tithe payer. And I grew up in the church. I grew up in the church all my life. Even becoming, even before uh, coming to the United States back in 89. I grew up going to, to tent services in Trinidad and beating a tambourine. And in fact, I still think there's a tambourine. Yes, there is a tambourine at my mom's house in the closet. That's from Trinidad. It's one of them old time tambourines. And I say all that to say this. I always had a praise in my heart. Many a times I remember going to church so not that I was messed up, but I was, I had stuff on my mind, whether it was a relationship, I guess most of the time it probably was because living at my mom's house, I didn't have anything to really worry about financially. 
My mom took care of that. Praise God. But I knew I had to make, I knew I had to make it. I knew I had to make it because I just had to make it. So I knew I had to put myself and position myself to be successful. I knew that I wanted a certain quality of life and that's what I was going to have. And today, it's not because I live in a nice home in a nice neighborhood and a gated community with a, a pond in the back and plenty of room for my shoes and my clothes and whatever else I have, my little half wigs or whatever I have, my whatever, you know, whatever it is. Zanelle has her own room. Torian has his own space if he wanted to sit in a computer and things like that. But I know that God was molding it together. And sometimes I'm in amazement of how good God's been. Ladies and gentlemen, you ever reflect back and say, my God, how did I make it? My God, how did I make it out of that relationship alive? My God, how did I make it out of that class? Last semester, I was saying to myself, what in the world was I thinking taking three classes? Whose idea was this? But here I was challenging myself, (laughs) challenging myself. One of my professors, I don't know what in the world was going on. She must have been a new professor at Liberty. And I was so close to withdrawing that class. In fact, I remember calling Liberty. This is an example and I said, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to withdraw from this class. I, I can't be bothered with this. I was just uh, getting in a groove of working again for Department of Defense and getting things situated. And you know how it is when you start a new career and you got to learn different things. And I, I remember saying, I'm withdrawing from this class. I just heard my husband tiptoeing downstairs as I was talking to academic advising he said wait a minute withdrawing you halfway through I said yeah I'm gonna withdraw he goes no keep going keep going I'm here to tell you ladies and gentlemen keep going but keep going with God I'm a firm believer I don't care what anybody says you cannot make it in life without God that's my personal opinion I believe if we don't have God, we'll be so wrapped up in our own anxiety, our own depression, our own feelings, our own past mistakes from our childhood. Our mama didn't do this. Our daddy didn't do this. Grandpa Sue, Grandpa Billy didn't do this. Grandma Susie didn't do this. Uncle, Uncle Ray Ray didn't do this. And aunt blah, blah, blah didn't do this. And cousin so-and-so didn't do this. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know if it matters. Like it matters that it made us who we are. I'm here to tell you that God is still going to work some things out for you. I'm here to tell you that God has not forgotten about you. God is still opening up the windows of heaven for you. And God is still in the blessing business. And no, I'm not saying it because, you know, I have a nice life. I haven't always lived in a nice home. In my mama's home, of course. But my home. I remember living in Irvington, New Jersey. And it was so much. Oh, God. I never even went there. I don't think I ever spent the night there. Maybe 
less than five times. Because I would go to school from 8 to 2, work from 3 to 11. And by the time I leave that desk at Jersey Shore Medical Center, I am exhausted. I'm not driving back to Irvington, even if it was 20 minutes away from Stuyvesant Avenue Healthcare Training Institute. I took myself right on a 501 Woodbine Lane, Lakewood, New Jersey, and got myself in a shower, studied maybe for a couple of hours, got myself something to eat, called Torian at that time. I made it to my mom's house and talked to you later and get up around six o'clock, get myself in the shower again take the snow off the car I was driving a, a Corsica at that time it, again my mom said she can hear me coming down from route 70 I never the Holy Ghost must have shut my air canal because I never heard how loud my vehicle was <laughs> Torian's uh, father would say here comes Melissa I can hear her car I never heard it and I can laugh about it today because it it's made me who I am And no, I don't drive a Mercedes Benz or a Jaguar or anything fancy. I don't think I'm ready for that yet because if somebody scratch it, I might have to. I I, I don't want to think about that yet. So I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready. I'll keep on driving my Mazda CX-5. It's got a whole bunch of hail damage from Texas, whatever. It starts every single day I start it. I say all that to say this, ladies and gentlemen. That you and I, we should position ourselves for a blessing. Even if we cannot provide that blessing. Hey, maybe someone is going to bless you. Maybe God's going to lay in someone's heart to be a blessing to you. What I've done for the last seven or eight months through Christ is listen to the voice of the Lord. I've listened at times as much as I'm talkative and sometimes I could be all over the place. I've listened to the voice of the Lord. God knows if I didn't listen to the voice of the Lord, I would be in a bad shape with my mom passing, with my husband um, going underway, with Zanel doing virtual learning, with me going to school, with myself doing my job, I would be a basket case. Well, I don't say, I wouldn't say a basket case. I would be frazzled. <laughs> because a lot of times I am, um, you know, I have a couple of friends that I talk to every now and then, but, you know, um, everyone has their own life. So I try not to bombard people with my, my life. My friend Sheila, which is more like a sister to me, listens to me just about almost every day. And she gives me recommendations and I take that to heart (laughs) and I move on. At the end of the day, you and I have to take everything that we've gone through and say, okay, Like one of my friends used to say, life gives you lemon, lemons make you some lemonade. Uh, One of my good friends from um, 
I used to work with her at the hospital. Sweet old lady, sweet older lady, excuse me. What do you do with the lemons in your life? That's another podcast for a different day. This morning I came to tell you that God is still, I believe, even working some things out for my good. Concern it, the things that I need to take care of. I was telling Torian this morning, you can be whatever you want to be with God. As long as it's in God's will. Many of us, we forget that part. God bless me with, with a husband. Bless me. Bless me with a wife. You know what? <laughs> if it be his will. I had a lunch with a young lady last summer. And she mentioned that if it be God's will, cool, I'll get married. If it's not in God's will, I won't get married. And she was so at peace with it. And I admire that. Because I think a lot of us, we, you know, we want to get married. But do we want to get married just because we can't hold ourselves? I mean, it's better to get married than to burn. That's what the Bible says. I'm not going to go into that. (laughs) With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to share with you that God has not forgotten about you. And God will open the windows of heaven. God will open the windows of heaven in due time. Not your time, not according to your chronological age, you, you know, 60, you should be big balling. 50, you should be, you know, chilling, booed up, whatever. I don't know. It's all in God's timing. Because nothing happens on this earth unless God allows it. It's like my dear mom, as I thought about it this morning. I thought about, I wonder what my mom's doing. The summer before, she mentioned to Torian and myself, and you hear me say this. That she had a dream that she did pass away and she was in a tunnel and it was a light and she was just smiling as she was telling us this. And I'm thinking, mom, can you stop? You could you not? Can we talk about something else? Like can we I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts. I don't I don't want to hear this today. <laughs> and I think for me, if I were to reflect, ladies and gentlemen, I miss my mom every single day. Trust me and believe me. Especially when my husband has to go away on military assignment. My mom used to keep me focused. She used to give me these pep talks. Melissa, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not ever going to be okay. (laughs) You know, my daughter's probably looking at me like, oh, gosh. 
But you know what? Our parents, you know, my mom passed at 64, which was a very tender age. And my mother-in-law passed away at 46. Very, very young. And I'll tell you what, both ladies believed in God. And I wasn't there when my mom passed away at home. I wasn't there. I was in California in front of a computer. No one was at my mom's house but her and the Lord. Yeah, my shot. But her and Jesus. And the night before, we talked and she said, Melissa, I love you in a very common voice. So maybe my mom knew she was passing away. I don't know. But I'm here to tell you, not that I'm good with that. No, I wish my mom was here to hang out with me as Torian goes underway and hang out with Zanel and I and go feed the ducks and take a walk and go to Target and go to Five Below and hang out with me. But I tell you what, I always feel like my mom's hanging out with me. I really do. I truly, it sounds weird, may sound weird to some other people, but I know where my mom's soul is. I just know my mom's not physically here. God allowed me to be okay. And I'm also here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that I believe that you are going to be more than okay. I believe that you're still on the race with the Lord. I do believe that God is with you, just like God is with me. I do believe that God will be with Zanel as Torian prepares to go underway. I do believe that all his sail, all the sailors will be okay. I do believe. I do believe that I'm never alone. I do believe. I do believe that God will protect me when I go to church and I go to the store and I go grocery shopping. And I go to Five Below or I hop or I go bike riding with Zanel. I do believe that God is with each and every one of you this morning. I do believe the process that God is taking you through. And sometimes in the process, ladies and gentlemen, we feel so tempted to turn around and say, God, I'm throwing in the towel. But I behoove you today to use that towel and wipe the sweat and the tears off and keep this race going. Keep running for the Lord. There's nothing else left but to keep going with Jesus Christ. This whole world will pass away. The earth will pass away. The Bible says that every knee shall confess 
and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. That's what I believe. Come what may, I'm going with Jesus. Come what may, I'm going with the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting off for anchor. I'm almost at 28 minutes. God bless you this morning, this afternoon, whenever you get a chance to listen. May this day be a brand new day as you approach the weekend. May you remember that God is with you and the windows of heaven will open up. That you won't even have room to receive it. You'll have to find another room to put those shoes in. You'll have to find another room to put whatever materialistic things that we have that we enjoy. God is and he will bless you in due time.